Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. It's totally tubular to see you because we're in the 80s, according to what you're wearing this week. Julie was wearing an asymmetrical black sparkly dress that was cut on a bias, not only on the top, but on the bottom. Her hair was blown out and teased. This was a nod, perhaps to the love boat, perhaps just 80s hair bands. We don't know. The sleeve was three quarter length. The neck was on display. This look was a hot. I didn't put the, I didn't put an 80s, an 80s thing on it. Because the mm-hmm. black is just so classic. However, I'm so glad you're starting the pod this way. <laughs> However, you're right. It had a bit of a San Junipero as yes. vibe. Yes. I just you thought know, we had to get right to it. in the afterlife, longing for, for the romantic connection. It's a hot for me. Yeah, it was a hot. I mean, she just... This look came out of nowhere. I feel like she she brought this out and was like, maybe let me do another TikTok dance live on air. Since I'm wearing this look, it was a finale. It was a finale look, but it wasn't the finale. You know how on HBO shows, like all the good shit happens in the second to last episode mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah, the last episode is like I gotta tie some stuff up. That was this. That was like this was the big shootout. This was the big twist, and the right. finale is just gonna be tying up loose ends. I yeah, I just thought she was feeling very frisky Thursday night. Very frisky. When. Do you think Julie decides on the outfit? Wednesday? Oh my gosh. Is this, a week, is this weeks out? Is this planned out? No. I think this is, yeah. I think it's a Wednesday. It's like the, she's in for the, the she's in for the dress. In with yeah. Dress rehearsal. three options. Okay. Yeah. They come in. There's no dress and maybe, rehearsal on Big Brother. <laughs> maybe the next day she says, actually, I don't want to wear that. Bring me. The 80s look. Also, I misspoke. It was not a three-quarter length sleeve, but it does have a shoulder pad. And she was wearing a very bold red nail. Atone for your sins, Danielle. (laughs) Being wrong on this podcast. It wouldn't be the first time. It won't be the last either. (laughs) No. Um, no. Programming note. Welcome to Hey Julie, a.k.a. Hey Jeff, a podcast. (laughs) We're going to be podding today. Obviously, you're listening to it. First half of the pod, BB. Second half of the pod, Survivor. Hey, Jeff Town. We'll be back for a rare, a rare Monday evening appearance. We will pod Monday night is the soonest we can do it after the BB finale. So we'll do a, a BB only thing. That'll be our well, last day, Julie. Yeah. For a while. Well, much or very little. Some with nothing in between. Right. And and then we'll be Hey, Jeff Town for, you know, 12 weeks. Yeah, and it's it's all starting tonight. I think we should talk a little bit more about some other outfits because that's what at least one other question we got was about oh. the fashions of Thursday night's episode. And listen up. Yes. Everyone needs to just realize they're listening to a casuals podcast. Brett yeah. texted me, is Sunday night worth watching? I said, no. Are we going to talk about Sunday night? I don't think we should because I don't remember any of it. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I uh, I had a night out with some friends, consumed some uh, beverages, consumed yeah. some. Uh, there's a there's a kind of a Italian flatbread oh. with uh, tomato sauce and cheese. It's it's really unique. Consumed so some of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I woke up a little bit late this morning. I literally just 
only had physical enough physical time to watch one episode this week. And that yeah. was because I had 48 minutes to spare before taping this podcast here on Saturday <laughs> morning. Uh, so I just watched Thursday night. That's fine. Oh, so you're so fresh. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> other than being semi hungover, but yeah. Okay. So let's just get into the, cause this question has to do with it from good hair person. How about Brit's green jumpsuit? Another target gem. I loved it, but I would like an official hot or not ruling from Danny. Thank you so much for asking. And if anyone ever has any doubts, just know you can ask for the official hot or not ruling. You know, if you're like, this might be, hot, we ha- we're legally be obliged to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was absolutely a hot. This jumpsuit. first of all, yes. Listeners don't know this, but I'm also a good hair person today because Danielle complimented <laughs> oh, yeah. me on my haircut. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking fresh. He's looking hot. Hashtag hot. I'll say Britain was Britain was looking great on the finale. Love the jumpsuit. Love the hair. She she was beautiful. She knew she was going home and she brought it. You know, she said, this is the last time people are going to see me until finale night. So I got to yeah. make sure I bring my A game. She looked so good. Yeah. Beautiful hair, beautiful outfit. Good for her. Another, a couple other fashion notes I think we should get into. Yeah. Taylor also looked great. That jumpsuit. I was like, hello. She was wearing a, she was wearing like a finale <laughs> night dress. She was yeah, like, oh, was listen, really I'm only going to be on TV two more times this year. That was <laughs> a really fun jumpsuit. <laughs> Which don't even get me started on. Hosted by our friends. We got to talk about it. Do you think <laughs> she was told, like, listen, you know, America's favorite house guests is looking good for you and it's looking like they're going to be on the love boat. You got to keep your options open. Don't be attached. Don't be attached. I know the person, the winner doesn't go on the actual love boat show, but I mean, they should feel like she's going to be a love boat contestant. They should be allowed summer. to go on the love boat show. Also, I've never, the only thing I know about the love boat is the song. I don't know what the plot is. I know that like there's the bartender, there's like the maitre d' of the boat or whatever. And then there's Jerry and his wife. But what's the like hook of the well, love, the love boat? boat was a scripted television show. <laughs> uh huh. Um, They're just like, what if the same name, but a dating show, but Love Island, but on a boat? Here's one thing I'll say. America has forgotten about covid and is going very bullish back on cruises cruises are back baby you know what if i was america's fave this year and they're like brett you just won fifty thousand dollars also you get two tickets on a carnival cruise i would say on live television can i just exchange that for the cash because <laughs> i'm not getting on a fucking boat I'm, not, I'm certainly no. not going on a carnival cruise. Sorry, carnival cruises are sponsor for yeah. this episode. I'm not, if I'm ever going on a cruise, if I'm ever going on a cruise, which I'm never going to do in my life, that's like something mm, I've noticed. No. Like, there's like, as you get older, you're like, there's some things I'm never going to do again or ever, ever going to do in my life. I'm going to go to the grave never having experienced some things, which is quite sad because I'm a curious person. I like travel. I like mm-hmm. doing a bunch of things. I like taking in experiences. I'm never going to go on a cruise. I'm never yeah. going to go on a cruise. I'm very comfortable I'm certainly... being right there with you. And if I ever did, I would be going on like the nicest, like adults only, nice, hot, rich people only <laughs> thing. Jeff I'm Bezos' going, yacht. <laughs> That's the cruise yeah, you're going on. Fine. I am not going to an Applebee's on the sea. 
Sorry, Carnival. Yeah, there are some, I think there are some unavoidable cruises. If you want to go to certain places, I think you have to take a large boat with many other people to get there, like Antarctica or Norway or something. Norway is connected to Europe. Mm, yeah, F- Finland. <laughs> These are all. <laughs> I'm having an Alyssa moment. <laughs> <laughs> These are all part of the continent. This is my Alyssa homage. Homage. And even England, which is an island, they have no. They have numerous airports. All right. And, and ground based. Well, what about uh, Antarctica? Transportation what about that? Hmm? I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> it's cold. There's nothing to see. You don't want to see the penguins? I can go to a fucking zoo. I've been to a zoo. I've seen a penguin. I've seen penguins. I've seen penguins. I went to a I went to a fancy party at the Atlanta Aquarium a few years Ooh. ago. And it was like wow. one of the things where like they rent out the entire aquarium for like a whole thing. And there's yeah. like a penguin thing. And you have to like crawl into a little hole because there's like a plexiglass like almost cylinder that comes up in the middle of the enclosure and you can stick your head up and you can kind of, your head can be inside the enclosure. Yeah, you're really, by glass, of course. You're not supposed to get close to those things. They're stinky. <laughs> oh, are they? It did. I mean, it didn't smell like, well, zoos it wasn't like essential oils. <laughs> it wasn't Le Labo Santal. It was not, uh, <laughs> it was not Aesop, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so we still don't know what the plot of the Love Boat reality show oh my is. Oh, God. What a, <laughs> what a crazy episode already. People actually, but we know that Brett went to a zoo recently. <laughs> this was like four years ago. Actual Big Brother contestants do not want to come onto our podcast, which I find troubling <laughs> and confusing. Like, why? This is so much fun. You don't have to talk about Big Brother. I know. It's the best time have you, you been have to a zoo? Life. Great question. <laughs> Do you like animals? Do you like, <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> Aren't you happy for the next generation how they have there? I like turtles now with the corn the kid. The corn kid? Yeah. The corn kid? And um, how mad do you think the kid who sang in the Walmart is about the corn kid? <laughs> that 28-year-old man. <laughs> Um, okay, we need I've to get moved back on, to... I've moved on past Corn Kid, though. I'm onto the, the the quartet of Jewish young boys from the Miami choir school or whatever. That's oh, the, that's the hottest them. TikTok trend. Oh, come on. Oh, come wow. on. Wow. I'm off my game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off my game. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. We still have the to be on the dress. fashion. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we haven't... Um, we got to talk about the cookout. A little bit talk of about the cook- cookout's path. Fashion, passion. For Everyone fashion. looked amazing. You know what? Yes. I'll say it. Derek F was wearing a nice blazer. Like he, it was oh, he well cut to his size. Beautiful. They all looked amazing, and um, I really loved Hannah's hair. She went blonde, and I just thought it looked incredible. Guess. But we must discuss, and they color coordinated, which I loved. They're all wearing like really nice blue and purpley. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But we have to discuss. I'm interested in your take on. Xavier's shirt was, I mean, I don't even want to say it was unbuttoned because what was the point of the buttons in the first place? It wasn't so much a shirt as it was like an open, it was a robe, (laughs) essentially. Um, It was a deep, deep V on Xavier. How do you feel about that? If I could just live in Xavier's body for like (laughs) 24 hours. Uh Uh-huh. 
there'd be trouble. There'd be trouble in River City. Cause like it looked I, great. He looks he looks flawless. That man. I just it was a beautiful. bold. I don't think oh, I he's was, so beautiful. But I don't think he I don't think of him as like a bold fashionista. I would more expect to see that on Derek F. But he was rocking it. And I just give him I give him snaps. Derek. Oh no, Xavier has been He's been on television last year. He hasn't he hasn't stepped foot into court, you know? <laughs> no. He, he gave it up. He gave it up. Yeah, because we just had this last week. You can always you can always be a lawyer again. He he looked amazing. I was honestly kind of upset though, because it's like I know they wanted to like throw one question to all six of them. Yeah. But like you get to Xavier, who won the fucking season, <laughs> who was a pretty fucking Gosh darn good player, if yeah. you ask me. I agree. And it's like, oh, and he also looks like a superhero. Like he's like so hot, and he's like wearing this shirt that's like barely even like connected to anything. He has this <laughs> necklace. He looks incredible. And yeah. it's like you're like, oh yeah, Xavier, uh, quickly uh, get to the point. Come on, man. <laughs> That's why, they, that's why I said there's no dress rehearsal for this show. The amount of times they're like, oh, speed up. There's no dress rehearsal for this show. Yeah. It's, uh, I understand trying to speak Kyland up. It's that boy. That boy can talk. But I mean, I just wanted to see more of Xavier. Like that was, yeah, de- that was, he deserves it. He's beautiful. To, this Hollywood is a looks based economy and he yeah. has the look. <laughs> that was one of the moments I wanted to discuss was um yeah Julie because I see saving like the best for last saving the winner for the end sure but she asked Xavier and then she asked Kylan <laughs> and for Kylan too she was like Kylan who should win very simple question there's only three answers there's a finite number of answers Kylan didn't give her a straight answer he couldn't even when she was like quickly please hurry up <laughs> It's wild. Like I haven't seen Kylan in a year and like instantly he started talking. Like, I don't even remember what his answer was. Cause it was like, I was like, I instantly started tuning it out. Cause I was like, this guy is like, it was not my not favorite. Great. Not my and favorite. Then, and it was like, that was the thing is seeing them all t- again. I was like, Oh yeah. Hannah's the really, really, really well eloquent person because she got the first uh, question and she just oh, laid my. out exactly like her thoughts of the season. I can't even do it justice. It was great. Then I'm a Tiffany, Hannah head. Hmm? You're a Hannah, I know. I'm a Hannah head for sure. You are. Tiffany also had a great answer. And then we get to Aza. Aza, I didn't understand what she was saying. <laughs> I didn't Well, she really kind of reiterated what Hannah said. They, they basically gave a very similar answer. And I actually thought it was kind of an interesting answer, which was like, why was the cookout so successful and why were the leftovers or any of the other kind of alliances girls, girls, not as successful. And they both said like, because it was mission driven and because there is no way for an alliance to actually be successful in this game without playing for like a unified purpose, which is, and they said, and they also were like, that's why like, this is pretty much never going to happen again. Or it's like, or it'll happen once every <laughs> 24 years or something like that where, and I, I think it's a brilliant point of just like, yeah, this game is inherently, um, it's everyone's playing for themselves. So you're never going to have an Alliance that is playing for a unified goal. And 
every once in a blue moon you will have you will have an alliance like that but that's just not going to happen naturally because the point of the game is to play for yourself so this was the exception and not the rule yeah i remember i also got distracted during while she was talking because while as i was talking making this point what she said was there were cracks in the alliance talking about the leftovers and as soon as she said the word crack they did a hard cut to Derek F. <laughs> and I was like, are they trying to say that he was the crack <laughs> in the left? I mean, not the cookout. It was just such a jarring because on everyone else, they kind of like they either stayed with whoever was talking or cut wide. The fact that they cut right to Derek F. I thought was extremely funny. Um, well, Derek F. was so funny looking, too, because it was like. Everyone looked like amazing. And I'm, I'm not saying he didn't look like he did. He was wearing a really nice suit That's and it. stuff and it was really well tailored. But like he was also sweating profusely like he was attached to a lie detector machine. <laughs> like it was like, like everyone was like looking really cool and like had great things to say. And he was looking like nervous. Like, he was looking like his like face was covered in like. <laughs> cookie crumbs and they were like about to ask him like his mom was about to ask him like under oath like who ate the cookies (laughs) yeah but it was i thought like like the dog you get home and there's like the dog is like covered in has like the top the lid of the trash can around (laughs) their neck yeah (laughs) i thought it was a good segment yeah it was rushed but other than that i was like you know what i wasn't really i think i said last week i wasn't super amped to see any of them but i actually I quite enjoyed seeing them all. It was good. It was a good segment. It was fine. I mean, it was exactly, you know, when you like see a friend you haven't seen in like 10 years or something yeah. like that. It was exactly like that. It's like, oh, everything's exactly the same. Derek F. Still kind of a joke. Kylan's still kind <laughs> of a joke. <laughs> Tiffany and Chada, beautiful and eloquent and amazing. <laughs> and like so well put together. Xavier, Maron, what a what a man! (laughs) Like everyone was exactly how we left off with them. Yeah, good for them. Very happy for them. Very happy for Tiffany on her multiple appearances. Let's get more. Let's get more of her. Let's you know. Absolutely. Happy for Chada's young career as a PhD or whatever. Yeah, whatever the hell she's doing, I'm sure she's doing it well. Um, so then the rest of the episode. There's like light drama. This drama, I was like, I could tell nothing. I haven't been watching the feeds. I've been like Why reading. Would you? Exactly. I've been reading some updates on Twitter and like giving my thoughts there. But there has not been much to talk about. And you, you can tell because there was not much in this episode. And the drama that we got was so ridiculous. So minuscule. I was like, yeah, I this is what we're working with. There's a few things. There's a few little things that we can talk about. Like... The main drama was Monty V. Taylor. Taylor. Monty V. Taylor. Yeah. Again, love Taylor. Vote Taylor <laughs> AFP. Vote Taylor to win. She kind of is rude. She kind of is like rude and insensitive to Monty. Rude. It was definitely a little rude. I, I, it was hard for me to, cause I, I saw, I saw like a clip of this online, but then seeing it in the, like the wide shot that they used for the show, I was like, it seemed ruder when she did it in the close-up. In the wide, I was like, oh, she didn't really... Like, she takes the headphones off of Monty while he's asleep. 
but she did it pretty gently actually <laughs> like it did wake him <laughs> up which is rude but i thought from what everyone was saying it was like she snatched them off his head oh, i was like she gingerly pulled them off i didn't even th- that one was like really like not even a thing to me it was more the thing about like his monty's niece or his goddaughter, oh, yeah, yeah, his goddaughter. or whatever it was where it was like man i, I can't believe I, I've, I've seen an entire human grow up for a year and she's like well not really a year it's <laughs> like saying something quite like he's opening up his heart and his soul yeah. about something that clearly means like a lot to him on like a deeply deeply personal level and it's like totally you were you know you actually weren't there you, <laughs> you weren't don't know there. what you're talking you're actually kind of an absentee godfather <laughs> yeah exactly because you've been here I, and that's the thing that part i never saw i only saw it on the show and um <laughs> i have to say everyone's reactions online to like how monty um, talk to her afterwards. Everyone was like, "He's a misogynist." The way he is attacking Taylor. I, after this. I was like, this, yeah. "I was like watching the conversation on the show." I was like, "I thought he handled it very well, actually." He was like, "Here's I, how I feel. Here's how you made me feel," and like, you might not be aware that you're doing it. Like, like this is how you come across, but this is how you come across. It upset me. Like, I thought he confronted her in a very healthy, normal way. I was like, looking. I was looking for the. You know, I love to hate misogyny, <laughs> so I was looking for it, but I just didn't really see it there. So maybe there's more, and it wasn't here. in the show. <laughs> we love hating hate. on it, <laughs> <laughs> but I just didn't really see it. So I'm sorry. I you know, I was like really interested in Monty's response because it was like it was it was like almost so adult and mature. I was like, yeah, wow, was like exactly. This is how I should be, talk to people. <laughs> I'm like. In my life, like, like, should I be learning, like, taking some notes? Because it was, because it was weird because they showed, they showed just, like, the total reality TV show, the totally reality TV show thing of, like, they showed just one clip of it in, like, the beginning of the episode, and then they showed the full scene of it later on, and they showed, like, the bombshell part of him just being, like, I don't feel comfortable sleeping here tonight. It's like, (laughs) you don't feel comfortable? (laughs) Did she, like, attack you? Right. Did she like do do something to you like in an untoward way that like is like physically uh, confrontational to you? It's like no, I I mean he was it was it was like here's what upset me about this and I'd like to talk about it, but also I I think I need like some space for a couple of days. It was, yeah, I, it was quite adult. It was like, oh, wow. I, you know, maybe I, I should was actually learn to communicate Im- like this. Yeah, I was impressed because, like, my whole thing, my read of this relationship is there are two horny people who just wanted to hook up. So, any treatment by them or us or production of this relationship as anything more than that, I'm like, let's get real. These two are not an official couple. Okay. They're not boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't think they want to be. So this conversation felt very boyfriend girlfriend, and I was talking. Not about only it. was it mutual horniness, it was also Taylor was like, "I don't know if I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going home." Like last week, she's like, "I don't know if I'm going home." There is going to be a tie vote, and Monty is going to be the tie breaking vote, and Alyssa's not going to sleep with Monty. I'm going <laughs> to sleep with Monty. Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not saying that was a hundred percent of it, and that she was like. It's like seductress using sexuality or whatever. No. It's a tool. I'm not saying that. I I think think it's definitely part of it. Very much aligned. It was definitely. Yeah. It's like a sprinkle of it in there. It's part (laughs) of the solution. Yeah. 
anyways, I, I, I thought it was weird. And I thought it was, I thought it was crazy. And then the, the headphones thing weird was, was interesting too. Cause it was like, she was kind of doing it performatively because she felt that Brittany was like being somewhat left out. And, and this all comes back to the Taylor thing of like, Taylor's not a bad person. Taylor's a good person. We like Taylor. Taylor we, we discussed last week how like Taylor's superpower is like handling things, handling extreme adversity with grace. Um, but she admittedly sometimes is like doesn't have the best read on people and sometimes says yeah. things in a tone that doesn't like just doesn't it rubs people oh, sorry to like use what fucking stupid horrible daniel was saying it's like sometimes <laughs> rubs people the wrong way and yeah. this gets me back to derek f too because the one thing that derek f said that actually was like oh, slightly can like what to me because he was like i'm rooting for taylor and turner but also i think taylor is playing a perfect game and it's like <laughs> taylor's playing an amazing game i hope she wins i think that is the i think that is the best outcome for this season yeah, on for sure. like a whole bunch of levels from a interest level, from a heart level for like, just it's, from a plot level. It's like, yeah, so many things is better. great. Yeah. And I'm rooting for it. But also like Taylor hasn't played a perfect game because at multiple points in the last 12 weeks, she like does stuff that kind of like irks people and even people who she's close to. It's one thing pissing off like Daniel and Nicole who are like, fucking assholes who like were looking to make a villain out of somebody unfortunately they made it out of themselves <laughs> but like she does this stuff whether it was the dress stuff in week one or whether it was some of the stuff she was doing when she was hoh in the middle of the season of like wanting to nominate her own her own uh, alliance members and them being like wait if you do that then there's like still like very statistically possible that like one of us goes home this week and there's enough other people like there's a bunch of stuff where it's like slightly messy which is great we love messy on television but like perfect game i don't know and this is another and this is another thing too where it's like and we can kind of get talk a little bit about spoilers about who won parts one and two of the hoh comp i don't know if she's gonna go to the end because she's like she's really hot one minute with people and then the other, and then the next minute, like people are like, ah, oh, man, Taylor said this one thing. And it's like, just not sitting right with me. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to help her get to the final two. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to come between the gentleman's agreement that Alyssa brought up that Monty mm. and Turner have mm. anyway, like bros are going to bro. Bros are always going to bro. You cannot stop a bro from broing. But I would just want to say during the conversation, I was really impressed with Monty, but I was also really impressed with how Taylor took it because like, you know, it's hard when someone comes up to you and is like, your sense of humor sucks and makes me feel bad. <laughs> you know, it's hard to not just be like, oh, here's why I was doing it. You just didn't get it, you know? And to her credit, she was like, <laughs> I, she explained why she did it. And then she was like, you're right. I'm sorry. Like she really takes some um, criticism, constructive criticism very well. And maybe that's from being in the pageant world. But uh, I thought she handled that very well. And just to go back to the cookout for a second, I was laughing when she when Julie asked them all. I was like, these are definitely the answers of people who don't want to be canceled on Twitter. Because, <laughs> yeah, they all <laughs> they all found a way, even if in their hearts they don't want Taylor to win. They all found a way to say, like, 
Yeah, I would love for Monty to win, but I also think Taylor should win. <laughs> like, it was very clear that they knew where this public sentiment would lie. Personally, I agree with you. I think the most satisfying winner is Taylor. However, I also think that Monty has played a really good game. If he wins, I'm not going to be like, the season sucks. And same you, kind of for Turner. You know what's interesting, though, is like, between the cookout and the jury segment, there was a lot of like, Monty's playing really, really, really good, but, mm. and it was like, everyone's really rooting for Taylor makes a ton of sense. People really recognize that Turner is playing really well. Um, and Monty and with Monty, it's like, yeah, he has a really good social game and he's winning a bunch of comps, but he's not really quite taking credit for things and, it's like it see it feels like it's more of Turner's game that he's kind of playing alongside. Um, oh, I guess that also kind of happened in reverse too, where like Michael was saying that Turner. Okay, I guess sorry, maybe I should just take that back or whatever. But like, because Michael was saying the same thing about Turner that Turner wasn't really taking credit for stuff. So I, I don't know. I, honestly, I think to back it all up, to sum it all up, as we head to the finale, like I think you actually have three quite equal players for the first. I can't remember the last time you had there's there's usually always one who's like oh, gosh you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be on the pedestal here for all of history as like the second or third best of the season so I, we have three really quite equal um players so I think all are quite deserving of winning and it'll be interesting to see what how it plays out yeah we'll see and then should we talk? Let's talk about the jury segment a little bit, right? Terrence, man, he was on one. He was like, "That's the Terrence. That was the preseason Terrence. We love Terrence. That's DJ Showtime." <laughs> yeah, he was guy? in a great mood. This guy been? <laughs> he was in a great mood. Yeah, Terrence goes out first. Um, much love to everyone there. Then Michael comes out, and Terrence is like tickled pink, <laughs> and he loves the way that Michael leaves. Which, like, do they usually show how people leave? I feel like they threw that in just to be like, yeah, oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know what they, how much they show, like, because we're just seeing like an edited version of stuff. Like, they're just showing the stuff that gets like a, that elicits a really big reaction. I would imagine they just see like whatever is the sort of televised part of it, minus DR as minus you know, any sort of stuff that happens like inside well, of the I was house. Waiting. They just kind of see the stage parts, of, like the competition I, and whatever Julie is presenting. I was hoping that after they showed Brit winning Vito, they'd show her saying, this is for Michael. <laughs> but I guess that would really <laughs> change things. They might like, have Come done on. it. She's voted off. Let's let them see her say that. It was so funny. And Turner's reaction too. But, um, but yeah. Can we, talk about, can we talk about something really important to me? Which is... How right I am. It's a hashtag bread is right segment. Mm, I suppose. Alyssa's like, yo, Taylor sleeping up in Monty's bed last few days. And Joseph was hot. He was hot about it. I mean, I think it's all for show. I'm not, I actually don't think Brett was right. I think oh, Danny wow. is right. I think it's all for show. He did that big old reaction and he waited to make sure that they'd catch it on camera. I just don't actually believe it. I'll believe I don't think it it's like, a year from now when they're married, if they get married. That's too Other soon. Other than that. That's too soon. I don't think sorry. he's like, 
adjusting his life. I don't think he's like in love with her. I don't think he's like pining after her as the only person he'll ever love. But I think there was like something there. I think there was something romantic there. Had he stayed in the house, I thought I would bet if he had stayed in the house that something hooking up wise would have happened between her and Joseph before her and Monty. So I think he was a little bit hurt. I think he's been sitting there alone in the jury house being like, hey, man, at least on finale night, there's a chance that Taylor and I get drunk and hook up. Yeah, I think they are going to try. Studio City, California. But that's not going to happen. Or maybe maybe it will. Finale finale predictions. Monty. Sure. Okay, finale prediction number one. Uh, they're going to find some way to have Taylor and Joseph have like one little on-air moment together reunion yeah. for the yeah. fans. Yeah. I can't wait for that. And then prediction two, who of the pre-jurors is going to get a special question? Frenchie. <laughs> you know what I was thinking as we were talking about the cookout? <laughs> it's so funny that Frenchie was on the same season as the cookout. <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe uh, Who's going to get a special <laughs> question? Um, oh my God. I don't even who was in the pre-jury. Like, is she going to um, talk? Remember I how Daniel was like, the season's over and it's going to be boring after he was voted out? It's There is going to be, and it's going to be gross, there is going to be opportunities for Daniel and Nicole to apologize. It's going to be the, like, everyone grovel to Taylor segment. <laughs> because Pooch, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. I know Paloma. Paloma is not going to be there. Amira, who? <laughs> Amira's like a total nothing. And Paloma, <laughs> Paloma, of all the pre-juries, Paloma is the most interesting one. And she's going to be living her best life somewhere. Yeah. Not Paloma's here. in Cabo. Somewhere far away. Oh my God. Um, Paloma, all right, so me. probably Daniel and Nicole. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's going to be the same thing of like you know they always give they always give the most problematic people like the the cleanest, squeakiest edit and the biggest and like just repeated at bats to apologize and stuff. I'm sure there's going to be like another Kyle like opportunity to apologize and say that he's growing oh, yeah. and on a fucking personal growth journey or whatever. And I think Daniel, I think Daniel and Nicole are very much going to be like PR'd up, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm growing from like my mistakes <laughs> that actually I didn't even really make. It was like a different person who made them and it's not me. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. We talked about the other thing. So the other thing in jury was just pretty much that Alyssa spilled the beans about Taylor and Monty and that's it. Yeah. Right. Was uh, anything else yeah. in jury? The, yeah. No, nothing really. Um, Oh, there was something else about the episode before we moved on to Survivor. There, there was one thing that I wanted to call out from the episode that okay. I thought was like, I thought it was cheap. Oh. It was cheap, manipulative, fake television. It's reality <laughs> TV, not fake TV. Okay. Brittany pitches to Monty like, hey, you won't, you should evict Turner or not me because, you know, Turner has a better resume than you. If you evict Turner, then you have that on your resume. You look like the giant killer, you know, between Michael and Turner, you whatever. Yeah. And Brittany has been like marked for death all week. And but because they need to sort of end the segment on like a what will Monty do sort of cliffhanger. Monty does a DR and it's like. 
Well, Brittany would be easier to beat in the final two. Isn't that what this is all about? It was like just so <laughs> fake and scripted from the actor, from the guy who can flawlessly be like, get to the chopper. It's me, yeah. Denzel Washington. <laughs> like, come on. Man. It was just that was that rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, this is so clearly a scripted DR because they're like, well, we need to end the B block on some sort of cliffhanger as if the eviction isn't, hasn't been a foregone conclusion for the past six days. So that, right. that kind of bu bugged me. That was it. That's all I have to say. Okay. The last thing I'll discuss is just the family videos, mm. which is that um, Monty and his dad are the same person. Like it's always yeah. fun to see how much they look like their parents. <laughs> they looked exactly like they could be, they literally are a photocopy with just like some more, more or less hair, you know? And then I was shocked, hashtag shocked that Turner, we didn't get to see the infamous sister and <laughs> said it was his mom <laughs> with a great mass hole accent and his girlfriend, oh who's very cute. Beautiful. <laughs> And then, and then I was just like laughing at Britney's man, Steven. He's totally normal. Totally like seems like a cool, normal guy. He's exact. He's exactly the kind of person. I was just laughing. I him to be. She's talked about him so much. And I could tell if that was their house, I was like, why couldn't they get this house for Todd Bridges? That's a nice house. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, they, live in they live in Florida. You no, they live in Texas. $60,000 a year. Same thing. Okay. Same, like literally the same place. Same thing. Like you make $60,000. You can buy like a house that was just like built like a year ago and has like five yeah. bedrooms and shit. Yeah. Beautiful appliances. Beautiful finishes. I live in uh, California, yeah. man. I'm <laughs> other than being close to the stars and the beach. It's like I pay out the nose mm -hmm. for nothing. A <laughs> uh, that's all that's my last little thing about okay. big brother okay that's good um do we have big brother questions or do we want to save all questions for the end because we gotta do some no number. let's do them now let's do them now um first of all i just wanted to say thank you mini cthulhu for having our back against andy <laughs> the winner of bb15 andy heron because he tweeted about how no one asked him to be on their Big Brother podcast, and we did ask him. To be fair, I think we asked him like two years ago. But yeah, I did so. check. It was it was twenty twenty. I will <laughs> say this, Mini Cthulhu. To back up what you were saying, to clarify, we didn't just ask Andy Heron, and he didn't respond. He responded. We had a chat with him in the DMs. He <laughs> said, "Yeah, we were exchanging. We're trying to organize it." Gave him some dates, gave him some times, and then he ghosted. It's one thing if he just doesn't respond. That's not even a ghost. That's a wall. He engaged. Yes. And then he pulled away. He which is crazy because, it. like, of all, like, we're actually the closest in vibe to him. Like, kind of just, like, joking around, not really giving a fuck. Making fun of yeah, all exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to make him discuss the minutia of gameplay. We're going to talk about fun stuff like the ghost season two premiere promo spot. <laughs> do, you, do you like, we're going to ask Derek Lavasser on the pod. First of no, all, I don't want to talk cop. to him. Second of all, he's like, well, actually like you know, the strategy is like, who cares? I hate, I thought about this today. I hate anyone 
talking about strategy. <laughs> I was in the house. <laughs> I'm like, what a bunch of frauds. What do they know? That's what I was thinking. I was like, how dare anyone think that they could know what they do in that house? To pretend like they're some sort of game, like aficionado. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you like glaze over every time I actually talk about the strategy? <laughs> the laugh is because it's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm thinking, when can I talk about their outfits? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of outfits, I think we should talk about Survivor. Okay. No? Do we have more questions? Sorry. Wait, yeah, we do have, we have two okay. more BB questions. Okay. So okay. Well, from Matt May 81, the cookout segment felt very rehearsed as if their statements had to be approved by CBS. I agree, actually. Yes, that, that I think is true. I think they would have all been a lot more savage about like the treatment of Taylor if they could, but I'm sure CBS was like, if you do, you're never going to be invited back again. Yeah. You're um, not going on Amazing Race. Yeah, exactly. Jury segment, Danny Mop will probably disagree. But where do you think Alyssa is keeping Joseph's heart after she tore it from his chest with the Monte, Monte Taylor reveal? Yeah, we did discuss this already. I do disagree. I don't think, first of all, I don't think. What do Alyssa you know? What do you purpose. know about love? <laughs> I disagree. I don't think he, I think he's playing it up. We'll see. You know what? We'll see. I expect everyone to give me, you know, the hashtag Danny was wrong messages once the season's over and they're off gallivanting together. They're going to pull a freaking Derek X and Claire on us. Yeah. And then finally, Regis Probst, thoughts on goodbye messages in general. I feel like they haven't been hitting this season. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I, there hasn't been, ever since Kevin in BB19 saying, Matt, have a good summer. Goodbye. <laughs> there hasn't been like a great goodbye message, has there? No, not really. I mean, some people are using them strategically. Like the, I mean, Michael was using them strategically the best, and now he's gone. Yeah. So like, they don't even really show him half the time. I think that I think they do all receive them because like that is part of the strategy of the game. But it's almost like it's almost like the have-nots thing where it's like, yeah, and uh, off screen uh, on Sunday, uh, some people ate some oatmeal. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th that's happening. Like it, it's there, it's a part of the game, but they don't even really show it anymore. So it's like, what's the point? Um, right. I guess, I guess I would say goodbye messages are not. They're not, they're not, they're bad. not, they're not. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you all for those questions and comments. Let's chat survivor. Mariah. She's wearing you know when you're a kid and they have the big the big colorful rainbow colored parachute oh, and yeah. all the adults do the little thing with the parachute oh yeah mariah's got I that in that, his pants i do that currently with my baby in the exactly park. no exactly it's still very fun and mariah she's here she's wearing them as pants and she's gonna throw Overalls. a curveball she's gonna throw a curveball because she's here to make friends most mm. people go on reality TV. They're not here to make friends. Mariah right. is here to make friends. You like Mariah a lot. I do. Uh, how did you feel at this point? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I told this to Brett. I tried to watch Survivor Live and I watched the first 90 minutes, but I actually still have not two seen hours. the last half an hour. It's, two hours. it's too long. And I was emotionally spent because I cried twice watching 
Survivor already. Okay. I cried when I forget her name, but when the girl was talking about how she lost her sister to a drug overdose. Yeah. Ellie. That was very beautiful and touching. And it was so sad. It seemed like it was really sudden. And they showed the pictures of her and, you know, she's like having a great time. And then she said that one of the last things they talked about was how she was going on Survivor and how excited she was for her. That killed me. I was very upset. And then I don't know if you're getting the same commercials as me, Brett, but <laughs> I guess it's um, it's like Children Cancer Awareness Month. But St. Jude is buying a lot of commercial time during Survivor, during CBS programming. And so it's like these St. Jude's hospital commercials of these kids who, I mean, at least the one I saw had a, the, this kid had a happy ending where he was like, or she was like, I just want to get out of the hospital so I can pet my dog. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I was bawling. I couldn't take it. I can't like, it, it doesn't take much these days to get a tear out of old Annie. So I was just very emotionally spent. I couldn't watch the last half an hour. After I get the girl's it. I, sister overdose, I just was like, I get well. it. I cry. I, you know, I cry a lot. Of, I cry a lot of stuff too. Yeah. I rewatched uh, Top Gun Maverick last night. <laughs> oh my God. Now on uh, SVOD. And uh, at, the, at the end, oh my God, when he's like, thank you for saving my life. And he's like, this is what my dad would have done. Fucking, oh my God. Oh, oh my god um we're gonna have to i guess speed through a bunch of this stuff we'll, we'll, we'll um okay actually sorry we're not gonna speed through okay. this there probably was a saint jude commercial i watch a ton of tv i watch sports for a living like i see i see five saint jude commercials a day i do need to talk about a commercial danielle okay. yes mother to a child can you yeah. explain to me what the fuck is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, wow. I'm so glad you asked because Javier Bardem will be portraying Lyle Lyle Crocodile in a, a live action reinterpretation. I know because there was a trailer for it <laughs> during Survivor. I don't know if you got oh, it. Oh, I but didn't it was see like, that. No, we didn't get that one. It was, um, it was, it was sick. It was and not in a good way. It was twisted. I think it's about the, you know how there's like every once in a while a story about crocodiles in the toilet in New York? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's that's who Lyle is. He's one of those crocs. It it felt like it was trying to be like American Paddington, where it's like right. he's just a crocodile. He's just a dangerous creature who just like needs a home and wants to eat peanut butter or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, but like just like America, American versions of British things, it's like a little bit rougher on the edges, and like the Britishness is what makes Paddington so good. Yeah. You can't just drop a crocodile and Javier Bardem dressing up like a fucking crazy person <laughs> onto my screens. And I, I'm not just going to automatically love it the way I love Paddington, too. So Javier always wants to look nuts. Why? He fights his true hotness. Why does he do that? And that's the thing, too, is like after No Country for Old Men, he was like, I was like sick and disgusted by like my haircut and like the character I was playing. It's like and now he's playing this weird. like I, I don't know. Like there's pictures of him in this movie. And he looks like a psycho. And it's like. Be James Bond or something like that. Be just like mm -hmm. a hot guy who wears a suit. Why are you? Yeah, you're a hot. You've won an Oscar. Like you can do whatever movie you want. Why are you doing movies where you're dressing up like a freak? Has he ever been hot and on complaining film? complaining about it. Or is it just in real life? 
I, I mean, what was the what was the movie that it was a breakout movie? He was nominated was for no best country? actor. No, no, it was a it was it was a Spanish language film a couple years before. Oh, one of um Aldo El, what's his name? Al, Aldo Aldo. I'm gonna mess it up, so I'm not even gonna say it. Steve. But yes, <laughs> yeah, Steve. <laughs> uh, um. So, uh, well, I guess we'll we'll get back to. We quickly to like survivor stuff. Um, Cody comes up to you in real life. You're the owner of a building. Okay. You need you have you need a solution to get people up and down the various floors. You yeah. have many floors in your building, and you do not know how to get people up and down them in a quick in a quick and efficient manner. And Cody comes up to you, and he's like, he feels he's acting like he's on speed. He sounds like he just smoked two packs of cigarettes and he's like, want to buy an elevator? <laughs> Do you buy an elevator from Cody? No, I just don't have an elevator in my budget these days. <laughs> these in this economy. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't you want to go, go up to the sixth floor? You can walk. Yeah. That's what president um, that dark Brandon has to say. Dark Brandon. Let's go. Uh, wait, we need to, we have to go, I, here's my beef with Survivor, honestly. Every time we talk about Survivor, here's my problem. There is no website that lays out the cast of Survivor's faces and their names all on one page. That's what I'm trying to look for. I don't want to fucking I know, because there's jokers. To, yeah. There's jokers. And I. And what I use as I try to pod is like survivor.fandom.com slash wiki slash survivor underscore 43. <laughs> Can you send it's, it to me? <laughs> I just read it out loud. I know, I'll but I'm just like little app. it's the first. But episode. it's still it's still a long table. I still have to scroll. I still have to use my middle finger to scroll up and down on my mouse to see everybody's names and faces. It's and not the Paramount as Plus com- website. <laughs> yeah, oh, forget but about it. It's from like Survivor 41. It is not <laughs> updated. What is wrong with them? This is a popular show. This isn't like. More this popular like, than Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is this Bush League? It's so hard to like give my thoughts when I don't know anyone's name yet. Okay, this is a little bit better. Thank you. Okay, the people who really stood out to me this episode. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, this is better. Is, um, hold on. Yes. Mariah, sorry, but she's gone. That's too bad. Then, yeah, like, where's my it was over. heavy metal It was name? over. <laughs> Who? Oh, there he is. Mike. Mike, Mr. Mike. Heavy Metal. Gabler. Who no. is a Gabler. heart valve specialist. Gabler. Oh, Gabler. He's not yeah. Mike. Jeff's Sorry. like, you, sir, what's your name? He's like, Gabler. Mike <laughs> Gabler. And he goes by yeah. Gabler. I'll say this, because we're currently dealing with, like, um, Big Brother. We got Turner. His name is Matt Turner. There's not even another Matt on the show. He's like, I just go by Turner. Right. Turner rolls off the tongue better than Gabler. I will say that. Gabler's got a, you know. Gabler's on one, but like, just go by Mike. Catch me, Gablin. <laughs> yeah, Mike is a strong I liked him. name. He's I weird. He he's I mean, freak. I always like the old men. He's a freak. Okay, but he's already got like he's already got safety for a couple of weeks or whatever. So mm-hmm. he's yeah, gonna be he's around. Good. For a he's good. He's safe. Then we got to talk about on the other end of the scale. We had we discussed Mister Old. Now we have to talk Mister Young. Sammy. Sammy. He's Sammy's 19. gonna be around. Sammy's good. Sammy doesn't. 
he looks he's a very mature looking 19 i must say i think he just carefully he doesn't he doesn't go out of his way to burn dogs he just gently lays them down in the incinerator <laughs> oh my god he's like sid from T- from toy story um he, but he was the one who had the genius strategy in that first competition to put the little key oh. into the hole, wasn't he? To put the key into the hole, maybe. Yeah. And then also he was the smart one too. He's like, I don't want to be seen as a smart guy. I just want to be seen as kind of like young, young and dumb and like good at comps yeah. right now. He was also the yeah. one who was like, actually, you turn the bones to make it a six-digit number and not a, and yeah. not a um, four-digit number. I would never have figured that out. I would have given up. I saw that comp and I was at that puzzle. And I was like, this is the kind of puzzle where I would just throw my hands up in the air and say, you know what? I've tried for seven years to be on this show, but I can't solve this. And I'm going to go gonna walk, walk into the sea. Walk into the sea. I'm going to walk back to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Fiji. I'm giving up immediately. I just don't think that way. Like, no. I, I love rules. So you give me four digits and I'm like, I'm just going to stick with four digits. Them's mm-hmm. the rules. I like structure. And well, Sammy's like, I burn cats and dogs for a living. Jeff I did think say, Jeff made a big point of saying like, this is Survivor. There are no rules. He this was like, true. that was a big theme with him. I thought this episode. He's he a community like, a lot. You're creating your yeah. own community. Is that really? <laughs> yeah. It's no fucking government. Um, Right. There's no, like, trash pickup on Tuesdays. (laughs) Please recycle and compost now. Uh, I I don't know. I think our audience might be aware that Brett is a single man. And perhaps he's on the prowl. He lives in sunny California, Los Angeles. Which is not too far. I think is not too far from somewhere called Marina Del Rey. Uh Uh-huh. Which is where oh, yeah. also one of the hottest new survivors is from. I was living Steve. in Marina. De- I was living in Marina Del Rey until about two months ago. I live in a much oh, wow. hipper area. I traded in the, I traded in the kind of yuppie-ish young yoga professional for like. Mm-hmm. I live in Highland Park now. It's like everyone is like a hipster. It's like very kind of earthy. Lots of big. It's very Turner. It's very Turner out here. Oh, yeah. You know? it's Turner vibes. Yes, yes, yes. Very well, Turner here. You missed your chance to get with Justine. I, listen, I was not. Was. <laughs> Is Justine beautiful? Absolutely. Is she smart? Probably. She's probably really successful. Cybersecurity sales. Yeah. I have an idea. How's your cybersecurity going? People Are people hacking you right now? Give me $1,000. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, it, Justine's. We we know this. We know this. We've been listening to the pod for years. Justine's not my. T- I wouldn't. Go, I wouldn't go after someone like Justine because it's like she's like too beautiful and smart and put together. I I like weird people. I like weirdos. Like you like Lady I'm, Turner. I'm a f- yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, you know. You know what? I will say. I liked. I, I liked Ellie a lot. Yeah. She Ali was real. It's cool. She was real. She yeah. was hurt. She was broken. Now that's now that's something I can work with. I just couldn't even focus. I was just so sad for her. Yeah, I know. I mean, did you get to the part where 
because this might have been towards the end where yeah. Gabler's like trying to like befriend her or whatever. And he's like, so you're a metalhead, right? And because yes, she has like one part. tattoo and she's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. And she's like, what bands are you into? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just listing bands that my dead sister likes. Yes, <laughs> I did see that part. But she liked it. I thought that was a good way to connect with him. They seemed to like that made it seem like they were going to work well together. Um, were there any other sob stories that I missed? Because I do feel that Survivor does this intensely where they find whatever trauma these people have and they trot it out and it works. Yeah, well, there was, there was a bunch. I mean, Jesse, who was like, I was, a, I was in the... I was in juvie. I had like the teardrop tattoo on my face and I got oh, kind of, I was rehabilitated through like a program and now I got to have a PhD in poli sci or whatever. Okay. That was good. Oh yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Carla and Gio had moments kind of talking about being gay, about not being really accepted by their families at first or by their partner's families. Um, that was good. Noel does have a leg. Yes, I feel for I, and her. She was amazing. I she feel was her getting so... sand up in there. Hell no. Okay, when she was locked into those comps, she was doing the puzzle. I think at one point during the comp, and She's she great. was getting it right, and everyone around her was like, "Yeah, go." She was so intense and locked in. I was like, "Damn, I would not want to compete against her." She was, she was great. Yeah. And then Ryan as well, who's like, he's going to be a star this season. He was born with like a, a a very mild, I guess, a mild form of cerebral palsy. And he sort of, I don't know if that's curable. It wasn't totally, um, they dove into it a little bit. And I don't know like the biological specifics or if, if you can outgrow that. But there was a whole thing about how like basically doctors thought he was never really going to be able to walk or do anything. And he's like, he's basically the strongest, biggest guy there. Like most, like I, I would imagine... All of these people, they'll know him, they'll get to know him more. But on first glance, you look at him and you're like, this guy is, he's the physical specimen. He's the comp beast. He's going to be the, he's going to be the guy pushing the big boulders and doing all that stuff where he was born. And it was like, oh, he's going to be in a wheelchair his entire life if he even makes it to adult. So the, that was the, that was the story there with him. And then everyone else was like, whatever. We'll know, we'll know soon enough. They'll tell us soon enough. James too. I I actually really like James a lot. He's like kind of. I, I guess he grew up like he grew up in Philly, and he you know hadn't really seen. He was talking about how important it was to see like black winners on Survivor and like show mm -hmm. that he he could do the same. And he's I, don't know, I really like him. He's a really kind of interesting player. His pants were falling down. He <laughs> plays like he's the chess man. He plays chess. He was like a, a master at chess or something like that. I, I kind of really like him a lot. Do you know who well, I do want to talk much. about? Remember mm -hmm. last season when I was like, you know who is flying to the end of this game? And I was like, Lindsay. And you're like, Yes, who's Lindsay? Yes, 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 yes. All right, I have a prediction. I have a prediction yeah. of someone who's going to get to the end of the game like Lindsay and just be quietly there until it's final five. And you're like, holy shit, this person could, could win the game. And yeah. this person's name is Lindsay. Okay. Who's Whoa. Lindsay, you ask? <laughs> Lindsay but is Lindsay's the 42-year-old woman who's a pediatric she nurse. She flopped the comps. I don't Lindsay, <laughs> I'm team Lindsay <laughs> until I find her tweets or whatever. She flopped the comps though. She the, like the, I remember she had a direct to camera. She was like, I don't want them to see me as a dud the way I just flopped those comps. I need to like show them I can actually compete. But she did flop. 
I have a feeling she's going to be, she's going to be there. She has that vibe of a very sort of. Yeah. Wiry woman who's like, kind of, kind of got through a bunch of comps is going to make friends is going to, is going to kind of hold some alliances together and is going to be right. under the radar enough because she's probably, I, I, I guess she's probably the oldest woman on the cast, even though she's like 42. She's not that, not that old. No, so um, not old. Yeah. Like I just, in Survivor, there's always like the oldest, unless they're, I don't know. I haven't seen every season of Survivor, but like the old, there's like, there's always room for an older woman to like go pretty far in the game. And like, Every season, like, even if they're just kind of the goat, which I don't feel like she is, like, I think she's going to go far. Like, we see this every year. Like, being old is not necessarily, like, a big brother, like, not necessarily, like, preclude you from going far in the game. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's a good prediction for you. Um, I'm going to say a winner pick right now. Oh, wow. Just to do it. Do it. I'm going to say Sammy. Sammy. Um, It is... I mean, it, it's giving a little. What's his name? Xavier. Who's the guy from last Xavier. year? Yeah, Xavier. I, I, there's like a similar thing there of like young, probably a really good physical competitor, a lot much better um, socially than you might give him credit for for being young. Because sometimes the young people make um, make mistakes. I like it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? My winner pick. I'm going to say James. I want to say James. I think he's the chess master. And I think he will <laughs> gut out some some physical comms despite being right. he's gonna be like the story of like being a little bit out of shape. And then he like well, finds he, himself yeah. and he finds he finds his fitness journey on the he island. He loses 20 pounds in 10 days. Um that's what I gotta do. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening and for your questions and comments. You can send us more at Hey Julie on Twitter. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll have much Twitter? more. <laughs> hey, Julie BB. <laughs> hey, Julie Twitter. BB. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we'll have and, much more you know. uh, subtle discussions of, of uh, Survivor coming up, but we had a rush through yeah. episode, episode one. But the next um, episode is, is going to be a Big Brother super, super episode. Exactly. Monday night, late Monday night, we'll have an episode about the finale of Big Brother. Saturdays, we're going to do Saturdays pretty much for, for the next little bit here. That'll be our Survivor recap. Um, don't worry, darling. Now in theaters. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to have a special episode. This <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. We're <laughs> we three see episodes you. next week. Uh, well, thank you so much. Uh, hey, Julie, Big Brother at gmail.com is you know where you can hit us there, and that's it. That's Danielle, it. bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.